right, welcome to the Shadron Berean Church Podcast. I'm Pastor Justin, and uh, today is January 12th, 2022, and it's another grand and fine day outside. Wouldn't you agree with me? Um, today I've got a devotional for us called Spiritual Precision Ag Farming. Precision Ag Farming in the Spiritual Realm, and this one's right up my alley. I love talking about... Uh, Anything that deals with farming and uh, how it correlates with spiritual truth. Remember, God created natural law to reveal to us spiritual truths. He had the spiritual truth in mind when he created the world. He's created the world to teach us, right? And uh, years ago, I was sitting in the office of a friend who is a precision ag agronomist. Uh, a precision ag guy, and basically what they, these guys do is they help uh, farmers be precise in their farming techniques so that they get the most out of their operations. And uh, anyway, I'm sitting in his office talking to him because he's a good friend of mine at the time, and, uh, well, still is, but doesn't live around here anymore, so I don't get to talk to him as much. But other than the free seed hats I took home that day, um, I also took home an unforgettable illustration. Uh, basically, every farmer knows that their fields can have multiple soil types in it. Right? One field might have multiple soil types, and especially around here. Uh, some soils are just are just better than others. Uh, I've noticed in my own fields at, at our farm that you know the, the low spots tend to have darker soil that uh, just they hold more moisture, just to put it plainly, they hold more moisture, they hold better nutrients. But uh, up on top of the hills in the field, it's sandier and, and rocky stuff. It just doesn't hold the moisture as well. It's just, you know, it doesn't produce as good of yields. <clears throat> and so, um, anyway, for a long time, precision agronomists have tried various ways to try and make the poor soil types more productive by, I don't know, you know various 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 ways i don't know pumping things like fertilizer in into them and and that sort of thing but after years of testing they finally realized or came to the conclusion that the poor soil in the fields just wasn't going to produce the yields they were after no matter what they did and the only answer really <laughs> and, and many farmers do this by the way is to bring in better soil like literally bring in better soil by the truckload and dump it on top of the poor soil and i i've seen i've seen guys do this and so you you'd honestly just be better off my friend said investing in the good soil that you do have rather than wasting all of your resources on the poor soil Okay, and I, f I found this is a wonderful illustration for sowing and reaping like we talked about on Sunday morning. Because basically, we only have two different fields that we can sow in. The flesh or the spirit. The flesh or the spirit. And the flesh, remember, is the poor soil. This is really poor soil that uh, always brings forth weeds and it basically destroys... Uh, whatever you put into it, you sow to the flesh and you reap corruption. Jesus said the flesh profits nothing. Um, our own good works to, to get to heaven, we're operating in the flesh, they profit nothing. If we're 
uh, dumping all of our precious resources into putting all of our resources into the flesh. Um, it's basically like wasting all of your 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 resources. You're throwing them in the trash because it's always just going to be bad soil, and so you're never going to improve the flesh. It will not get better. You'll never see a return on your investment there. However, the good soil of the spirit is like a wise investment because we know that those who sow to the spirit are going to be rewarded. They'll have a reward now and in eternity. And so you invest your resources in the good soil um, and we'll reap a harvest uh, one of these days. But uh, in Galatians 6, 7 through 10, Paul encouraged us uh, not to lose heart and not to grow weary because uh, I think he understands it's not easy to invest in the good soil. Farming is, it's just hard work. And, you know, <laughs> I can't tell you how many hours uh, a farmer spends just fighting weeds weeds come up naturally the flesh naturally wants to come up all the time and so we've constantly got to be intentionally cultivating and caring for uh, what are the seeds that that we're sowing in the in the good soil basically uh, we're constantly cultivating and that's hard work we're constantly caring for what we've what we've invested and so he it's almost like uh uh, Paul Paul's done some farming in his day. He knows how hard of work it is. He says, "Don't lose heart. Don't grow weary." Those are his two negative commands. And then he uh, also gives us uh, the promise of of reaping if we don't give up. And then also the encouragement that the planting season is short. He says to sow while you have opportunity. Some of your translations might say sow. Uh, while you have season, while you have season. And so this takes some intentionality on our part. We need to consider um, how our choices are like seeds and we're constantly sowing and so we're constantly reaping. And uh, we have to be intentional and we have to get get with God's program here. Oswald J. Smith, in his book, Passion for Souls, uh, shared a story about two different farmers and... uh, He says, there's two farmers. One takes a look at his fields and says to himself, I would like to have a crop this year. However, uh, it's none of my business. There's nothing I can do about it. And with that, he goes into his house and he sits down in front of his his fireplace and he just prays for a crop. And so (laughs) uh, the other farmer says, uh, you know, I'd I'd too like to have a crop this year. And uh, there's a great deal for me to do. I'm sure I can have... One, if I do my part. And so he prays too, but then he goes to work and he, he plows the ground and he plants the seed. And after he's done all that he knows is necessary, he looks to God to send the sunshine and the rain. And with perfect confidence, he looks forward to the day of harvest. And Oswald says, which farmer would you prefer? Which farmer would you prefer? I think we'd all agree that one farmer's irrational, making excuses, and uh, kind of what we all do in the Christian life. huh? So... Um, we could make the excuse that, uh, uh, you know, God's completely sovereign. It's none of my business. And, you know, I don't, I'm not going to get involved, basically. And, and then the other farmer says, yeah, God is sovereign. I have to rely on him, but there's a lot for me to do. And I, I think the second farmer is humble. He has faith. He's honest. And he understands he plays a part in the harvest. And I, 
Uh, I think this good, this second farmer is a good farmer for us to uh, to look at, to look after, to be to uh, to be our example, I guess. Let's let's be like that second farmer and keep uh, humbly sowing because we'll reap a harvest soon enough.